Welcome to Kentucky Horsepower, the official podcast of the Kentucky Automobile Dealers Association. Good day, everyone. This is Jason Wilson with the KADA here for another edition of the official podcast of the Kentucky Auto Dealer Association, Kentucky Horsepower. And joining me with uh, joining us today, and I'm very pleased to have here is Secretary Jim Gray of the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. Secretary, thank you for taking a few minutes with us here today. You bet, Jason. And hey, I just want to say a hello to all of your members. A lot of my friends are your members. So, and over a long period of time, I grew up in Glasgow and then moved to Lexington. And so, you know, in the course of being in this job, especially, got a lot of friends in as dealers across the state. Well, I, I know they appreciate you spending some time with us. And before we jump into it, I do want to take a moment to uh, honestly just thank you for all the work you did, specifically as it related to the Eastern Kentucky uh, flooding disasters there. We had a number of dealers and, and dealer employees that were impacted by that. And uh, I remember uh, running into you in the halls after one of the uh, transportation committee when you were updating of all that. Yep. And uh, just thank you. so impressed with all that. And I know our dealers appreciate that as well. So thank you for that. Well, hey, thanks for that, Jason. Appreciate it. We um, are, who I need to really thank are so many of our employees who were, you know, it was all hands on deck and they were coming yeah. literally from all parts of the state to support the mission. Well, your your updates you gave that day, I remember, were quite moving and uh, really spoke to that. So again, thank you for that before we yes, just sir. jump right into this. Yeah. And with that, I guess we will. I mean, the big news that came out uh, not long ago was uh, the Commonwealth is going to be in the uh, receipt of 86.9, easy for me to say, million dollars over the next five years to work on this infrastructure uh, program, which is in the very early stages here in this state. And I thought I would uh, start by having you sort of speak to that as far as what that looks like and uh, talk about that scheduling and, and uh, how that rollout will, will work. Well, Jason, appreciate that. And uh, since I come from the construction industry and the construction business, I kind of break it down. And okay. at 86, 87 million is comprised of about 76 million of federal funding, yep. federal grant funding. And then the remainder up to 87 is, uh, is a function of, of matching funds from the state. And, um, and, and then ultimately there will be private private sector uh, support for the project as well. So the, it really truly is a public private, a, a public and private sector initiative. So what we're looking at today is crossing the entire state. Our plan was one of the first to be submitted and be accepted by the US Department of Transportation. We're crossing the entire state mm -hmm. for, through the first phase being the interstates and the parkways. Okay. And those interstates and parkways, as you as you know, uh, all across the state from 24 to 71, 75, mm -hmm. 65, you know, and, and more, 69. So I've got a list of all of them, but I won't go all, all, all over them. Just from my memory, I'm telling you, right. these are the ones that we're focused on. But then the parkways as yeah. well. And 32 stations actually is what, 30 to 32 stations is what is planned in the initial rollout in phase okay. one. And, and if you want me to dig into that a little bit more, I can. I'll need well, to uh, one thing I'm curious about now, so roughly, you may or may not know this, I'm just curious, uh, these charging stations that are in working order now in Kentucky, I know there's a few in Georgetown, there's some, uh, uh, I believe we have one or two in Frankfurt, but I'm not sure how many there are throughout the state. Do you have an idea of what that looks like no. right now? 
I don't know exactly what that is. I will confess to you that I'm driving an electric vehicle myself today and have for two and a half years. All and right. I, you know, and and so admittedly, it's a Tesla. So you yeah. know, forgive me to some of your dealers. But hey, that, anyway, that's okay. It's, I, was, uh, I guess I was an early adopter. And so I use the Tesla. I've used the Tesla supercharging station. Okay. So, yeah. so you're so you're very familiar with the the use of the uh, EVs uh, throughout the state. I look one of the things that I, that I'll share with our members. Uh, fortunately, I've been included in some of these early conversations with the other stakeholders, and I will say the plan as I've seen it as it lays out, uh, and I may be able to get a diagram that shows sort of the map of how it's going to cover the state is comprehensive. It really does a nice yep. job of covering it well from what I've seen, all the major thoroughfares. But I guess it's important to know this doesn't happen overnight. Exactly. This does not happen overnight. Our phase, our phase one and uh, our phase, our phase one is looking at a, at a 2024 delivery, but we're moving really swiftly. Our request for information, our RFI was, was distributed a couple of months ago yeah. uh, that we had 36 respondents for that RFI. We're now going into the next stage of procurement, which is the RFP stage. And we're hoping to have the request for proposals out by the end of December. So okay. we're right on, we're, we're really moving really on, on target in that respect. So yeah, we're looking at a, a launch then, you know, actual construction launch in the, in the 2023. And we're looking at these stations, each one of them will cost somewhere in the neighborhood, 800,000 to 1.2 million. Okay. So that's where we, then we that build out takes us up to about 50 million of our total 87 committed so far. Sure. Now, obviously, uh, and, and you being an EV uh, owner yourself, uh, you are no stranger, and you've certainly heard uh, all the news of all the manufacturers really coming out with their own agenda as far as EVs and timelines and everything else. It is a hot topic amongst uh, our dealer body right now. Some of these numbers are pretty aggressive, so obviously our dealers. Uh, want to be able to, to to sell these vehicles if this is the future and that infrastructure is so important. Um, so yeah. I guess one of the questions that has come up from a number of my dealers is, are there things we can do as a dealer community to assist in this endeavor, to assist in the, uh, the expansion? I, as we have a number of dealers that are right off some of these major road, roadways and interstates that you're speaking of, um, they're all asking me, hey, what can we do? Can we be a hand raiser as a potential location? Yeah, I think Jason that one of the things that we're that we're looking what we're doing today is really examining this full landscape for the procurement for the 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 procurement model that we're engaging and the private sector is responding and I suspect that through that response through that responding over the next 2 3 4 5 years over right. time then we're going to see the destination market really emerge and that those destinations would be in uh, smaller locations, commercial right. locations, perhaps even, or not perhaps, but for sure, yeah. as well as uh, as as well as the more public spaces, which is what the first the initial rollout is talking about. Okay. But you know, I look at this in the context of where we are today, Jason. And uh, I was on the Toyota building the Toyota plant 35 years ago. Sure. It's aging me a little bit, but <laughs> the reason I'm saying this is we're this is not really as a transformation as it much as it is a revolution. And I know your dealers know that's exactly what's going on. 70% increase in sales was announced just yesterday, year over year. Now that's nationwide. Right. And we're projecting in Kentucky by 2045 that 
of new car sales will be electric vehicles. So I know that I know that uh, that your dealers, that uh, your members are all about, you know, recognizing that yes, the change is working. I, and I I know too that some aren't all that happy about it and haven't been all sure. that happy about it. Understand sure. that too. Yeah. Some of my, as I said, some of my good friends are your dealers. So <laughs> right. got that. But in the, you know, what we're seeing, what we what we see today is this really a it's this revolutionary change and this revolutionary shift. And it's with with all of the OE with really all of the OEMs now. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's very true. And the biggest issue to date has been. Uh, inventory, right? So being able to to source these vehicles. So we do have some ramp up time as it relates to getting the infrastructure sort of in place in in a state like Kentucky, which is early on in this program. I guess a question I have for you, as, and it sounds like very much on track, and, and you're very pleased with where things are going. From your perspective, though, what is what's the biggest challenge in getting in getting all this out there and being able to meet these things over the next? several years what are you seeing is the most difficult part well you know i have to confess i've been coming out of the construction industry i said that earlier and yeah. uh, i've never seen in my lifetime in my career i've never seen a time where we had such a confluence of challenging uh challenges right and that includes our supply chain mm -hmm. and it includes um it includes the labor market as well right. uh so when you when you look at that it's and you consider that we've got a we've got this rollout coming. Uh, that, in my estimation, is one of the bigger challenges for this for, for the first thirty to thirty two units that we're the stations that we're that we're going to build out. I think um, you know, and but once we're over that, once we're past that that sure. phase one, and then we're into phases two and three, and our alternative fuel uh, corridors are really built out. Uh, and then our destination charging stations are also built out, then you'll see, I think, you know, my sense of it is just like anything that changes, you know, at first it's puzzling, can be confusing. And right. then we settle in with the system and processes that take us through that change. Well, I think no doubt your background will lend itself well to this as this is going to, we're literally building out this state from, from the very early beginnings to something that's going to really cover the state. And if, if I remember from our last conversation we had on this uh, panel that I was on, I think the goal was to have these ultimately about 50 miles apart or so as station to station. So uh, exactly. 50 that miles in and, and nothing over a mile away from, and no station will be more than a mile away from the interstate or the parkway. Yep. And, and that's going to help a lot with this uh, range anxiety and all these sort of things. So that range uh, anxiety, I can tell you it's real. <laughs> it is yeah. and, and it's sort of weather pending too right if it's depending if it's really cold or if there's uh inclement weather snow that can all impact uh that range right it is it is so. well, you know one thing i want to say and i know we got to close here quickly but when you think of where kentucky is positioned today in this revolution i mean i, I think i said it you know earlier that i was on the toyota side it was an 800 million dollar investment eight yeah. uh, 35 years ago today that would be 2.3 billion well, between Ford and Envision in uh, E-Town and Bowling Green, that's almost, those two together, almost $9 billion. So mm -hmm. almost four times what Toyota was. So when you think about it, there's such a big investment here that right. in Kentucky that it's, it's really natural 
and uh, it, it, it is to be expected that sure. we would be adopters in that sense and arguably early adopters, earlier adopters. Right. Well, Secretary Gray, I, one, I love the enthusiasm. Appreciate that very much. Know that uh, the dealer community is here to help in this endeavor in any way we can as we're tied to this together. We need yes. that infrastructure so we can sell the vehicles. And uh, so we all have a vested interest and uh, very much appreciate your time. And we very much want to be partners in this whole process. Thanks, well, Jason. Thank you very much. Have a great day. We'll see you thank next you. time.